All right, welcome back to Let's Get Busy. Um, this is your host, Ariah Brown. Uh, today for episode three, I'm here with Rachel Lambden, owner of Betty. Today, uh, we have a lot of things to talk about, um, but today we want to focus more on the job hiring aspect of running a business um, and how that works for you, what type of advice you have, um, and just your overall journey um, and whatnot. So to begin off, um, uh, let's just start off with you yourself, though. Like, Where are you from? Uh, what's your journey? Uh, sure. Yeah. So how did I get to be at Betty's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I am from a little town near Hershey called Hummelstown. It's similar to Kutztown. And I um, grew up there and had a pretty, I would say, standard good childhood. Um, I was lucky enough to take music lessons, and I went to Boston University for violin performance. That was my major in college. And um, my um, then-boyfriend was in Kutztown, and we got married, and... I moved to Kutztown and wanted to start a life here, and all of that time that I was studying music, I was also working in restaurants and learning all that, and I just have a love of food, and just the joy that both music and food bring to people, they have a similar thing, and so um, when I moved here, I, I sort of made this choice, should I start a studio and teach violin should I do that or should I open a restaurant and I I just went for it and I opened the restaurant so that's it in a nutshell yeah that's great yeah I didn't didn't even know that story (laughs) would you would you still be open to opening a studio later in life yeah actually I do that also now so I decided to do I decided I couldn't live without either one (laughs) so I just I love teaching also there's just something about like um seeing people learn how to do something new and the confidence and excitement that that brings to their life I love it so I do that also yeah that's great like how do you how would you say how hard is it to manage doing both it's tough it's tough I in in fact this year especially I moved my lessons probably three times because I kept trying to dodge when I would be needed at Betty's (laughs) (laughs) it never worked and every time I moved it and then finally you know you just I, I think it's for me, it's just about saying, no, this is my dedicated time for this. And if something goes wrong at Betty's during that time, I'm just going to clean that up later. Right. And, um, and, and vice versa. If I'm at Betty's and something goes wrong in another part of my responsibilities, then that's my Betty's time and I deal with it later. So yeah. I, that's kind of how I do it. Um, not sure if I'm, <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, that's a pretty uh, responsible way to like look at it and whatnot. Like as far as just making both work, because both take a lot of time. They do, so. and they take creative energy and patience, both of them. Yeah. And so you have to reserve, like you have to have the endurance for both. But they're also different enough that you can come to each one in a fresh way. True. So. Yeah. That's good.
sure that it takes a, a well-skilled and found team to make it all work, I'm sure. Absolutely. Well, and also, I think, you know, well, we've had this conversation before where no one gets where they are without other people. Yeah. And I have a really great family and uh, the, their support. You know, my dad and I put that floor in to the restaurant, <laughs> you know, and it was, like, such a great experience, the two of us in there, you know, just working on a project together. Yeah. And my mom helped put up the drywall, and, you know, my husband built the point-of-sale system, and he, every day, is my supporter. And right. if I didn't have that it would be a lot harder. So I think I can make it look a little easier than it actually is because they have all that support. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing, honestly. Um, So today's topic, uh, the hiring process. Um, I just want to start off, at least as far as the topic, just asking how important you feel like that element of running a business is for you and just businesses in general. I think it is probably the most critical aspect. I mean, everything else is sort of cut and dry. It's like, where are you going to order your supplies? How much do they cost? It's things you can, tangible things you can write down. What's your menu going to be? There's some creativity there, of course. But the hiring process is everything. Because if you... Um, if you're not hiring well, you don't have a good crew. If you're hiring well, then you ha- then you build a culture over time. Right. And then it's like a bedrock of your business. And if you have that, every new person that comes in is acclimated to that culture that you're, you have set. And so, yeah, hiring is probably, to me, the most critical thing that I do and I have delegated everything else in the restaurant but not that never that yeah. <laughs> even when I had you know I was home with my babies it's like I <laughs> I came in there <laughs> sometimes yeah. with them yeah. often with them <laughs> to do the hiring myself just because um, it is that crucial yeah and it makes sense and I feel like I feel like you tend to pick people that work well with everyone else in the restaurant for the most part like do you feel the same way that is my goal you know i feel like when i'm interviewing someone i'm i'm trying to see like are they going to get along with the rest of my crew and if the answer is yes kind of the rest of it doesn't matter because if you're going to get along that means they're going to care about the other people that they work with and they're going to care about the place and if you have any kind of, like, investment in that way, then people are willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. Right. And, and they're going to create a nice place for people to come and, and order food and have an experience. Whereas if, if you, you know, I don't know. That is my primary goal. Yeah. Is like making sure that everyone works well together and the you know works well is the phrase it's not just like we are having fun together but we make a good team together right yeah no that makes sense that makes sense honestly and then 
you know, even outside of like the interview screening process, like what what are some things that stick out to you whenever you're looking over like an application or someone's resume or anything, for example? Sure. Um, so one is like the quality of the answer. So, you know, I have sort of more ambiguous well, not ambiguous questions, but more some open-ended or strange yeah. questions <laughs> on, my, <laughs> on my application. I should have brought it with me. Um, I feel like I remember, I don't remember any specific ones, but I, I do remember, like, the nature of some of them. Yeah, so what I'm trying to get at, what I'm trying to um, sort of decipher from those is, you know, what is, how thorough are you going to answer the question? You know, like, how much thought are you putting into it? Um, not that I'm looking for, like, a college essay or something, <laughs> but just, like, are you are you taking enough care to answer the question? Right. You know, so, like, if I see, like, a one-word, you know, <laughs> like, for example, one of my questions is, um, and there's no right answer, but right. the question is, do you see any difference between a family-owned or corporate-owned business? And if so, please describe that's a, it. That's a good one, actually. That's yeah, really and it's, the, like, if somebody doesn't see the difference, that's really my only... That is the, the only way I'd be like, huh, that's strange right. that you wouldn't see any difference At between all. the two. Right. And I did have someone say, no, just no. There's no difference. There's no, like, explanation <laughs> or reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> but usually people have had both experiences yeah. or they've only worked for families and they, so they might say, I'm not sure because they haven't worked in this right. other environment. But um, the, to me, that's thoughtfulness. Like, you're just, I'm trying to, like, pull out of somebody, you know, have they thought about these things and maybe this is the first time they're thinking about it and that's okay, but how is that coming out? Yeah, because, I mean, honestly, I would say while there's, like, the things that overlap, I feel like it is pretty different, like, between those two for that question. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's definitely overlapping just logistical things. Exactly, yeah. But for the most part, I mean, even down to my the fact that I can write a personalized application that makes sense to me <laughs> you know that's not something I could do if I went and did my same job in a corporate setting exactly. I couldn't make up questions that make sense to me that make a culture that I'm looking for at the place yeah, yeah. and I like how too like the because those types of questions also go back to what you were saying before like figuring out what type of person they are and if they fit the yeah, rest of the staff. yeah, for the rest of the staff. And what's interesting is, I don't have like a like a generic kind of person that ends up working there. That's true, actually. And, yeah. You know, like well, you know, just every person is pretty pretty different, different that works there. And I think that's what makes us the same. <laughs> it's like we appreciate that about each other, you know, and we're okay with that. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes there's a personality type that is not okay with that and things have to be a certain way, you know, and that person never works out at Betty's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, even Betty's, just the environment is very communication oriented you know but I, I also like that it's it's communication oriented but 
you don't ever have to feel like you're stepping out of your comfort zone most times, I'd say. Right. Like, you're not expected to give out information you don't feel like giving Exactly, out. And yeah. that, I certainly, like, respect people's life and space. They're there. <laughs> that's their job. And then they go home and do other things, and that's totally fine. Um, and, yeah, I definitely respect that. But... You know, as far as the application goes, too, I'm looking for points of conversation. You said the word communication, and that kind of reminded me of that's what I'm looking for, is what can I talk about with them when we do interview to draw stories out of them to see what kind of person they are. You know, are they... Are they, like, upbeat? Like, are they talking about work ethic? Are they... You know where where are they? Where are they on the on the radar? And if getting people talking is a good way to do that, or at least just reacting. I talk a lot too in the interview because I want them to know what they're getting into. Yeah, like I because yeah. <laughs> that's this is it. You know, if and if they're like they get out of that interview and they're like, oh my gosh, that woman was exhausting. <laughs> then they probably shouldn't work there. Yeah. It's nice though because it is like uh, an interview in both ways, like them mm-hmm. learning about you and then vice versa. That's how I think of it yeah. because I. I've learned that's definitely an evolution for me. Like, when I first started, it was like, okay, I sort of felt compelled to, like, what boxes do I need to check off? And it turns out that it doesn't matter if you've had food experience um, because you'll get the experience. It helps, certainly, um, but it doesn't matter. The most important thing is, are we going to connect? And are you going to be able to connect with the people you work with? Because it makes your job better and it makes my job better. So I feel like that's what I'm kind of looking for when I'm reading through the application. Like, are they clear? Are they answering the actual questions? Is where can I connect with this person? And like, let's see what that's going to be like when we talk. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah, so, and I guess going more on the the bird's eye view side of things, like, what kind of things, um, it doesn't have to be, like, an extensive list, but I guess for somebody that's new trying to start their own business, maybe even, like, a restaurant um, themselves, like, what are a few key things that you recommend every employer ask or have either in their application requirements or... Uh, you know, screenings or just things to look for um, during the process? Um, Definitely previous employment. Um, Even if you don't call them, (laughs) (laughs) if that person feels comfortable writing them down and then have them write references. Mm. And if those references come from their previous employer, that's a good sign. And if they come from their girlfriend that's not (laughs) you know what can I ask you too though how do you feel about the family references um so that's an interesting one um I think that you know okay so I'm gonna tell you a specific story about it and then but I'm gonna tell you an opposite feeling about it so in general I don't think it's great you know, the only time that would be good would be if you're in high school and it's your first job or, you know, you're you're young and it's your first job 
and you did some work for your grandma and your grandma's going to say all the nice things about you. <laughs> and, like, that's fair, right? I, yeah. I get that. You have to start somewhere. But in general, I feel like it's, like, low-hanging fruit. You know, like, you need to, by the time you get into adulthood, you need to have built something outside of your family to draw reference from. That right? makes sense, like a yeah. teacher. I've had people put teachers on, which that that works for me because the, the teacher does know what your work quality is like. Yeah. But I also, <laughs> just this year, had somebody who did not write a family reference down and then, then came back with their application and, like, waited out one of the applications <laughs> and then put the family reference down. Well, it was someone I'm related to. Also. Mm. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, actually. And so I, but that, <laughs> that worked for me because I know this same person and right. I know they're going to tell me the truth. Yeah. They're not going to, they'll tell me if it was a bad idea. Yeah. That, and that person's like a good reference. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So, <laughs> and, and I, I still tease her. Like, you weren't going to write them down because in, you know, in her mind this person that you know put our mutual family yeah. member down she didn't want to like what's the word she didn't want to like try to get in just like just off on the family yeah. yeah but what she doesn't realize is like i know that i know our <laughs> mutual relative well enough to know that they're they're going to tell me the truth so right. you know i think in that one circumstance it worked for me. But in general, I don't think it's a great idea. Because yeah. if you're writing a family member down, I mean, they're probably going to say... The good thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, did, I used to do that a lot when I was younger, though. I'm not going to lie. Well, I used to do that all like the time. When, <laughs> when you're younger, you don't have a lot of options. Exactly, so yeah. So that's, yeah. that's one category that... That's okay, yeah. and I see high school kids coming with that, and that makes sense. Yeah, that and as a as a younger person, like it's definitely not a good habit. But as a younger person, I feel like I could do a better job at getting people's contact information, mm-hmm. like at my establishment. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least in prior yeah. years, I, I do a better job at it now. I would say overall, right? Like just keeping in touch so that you can use that reference exactly. later. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah and then um anything else that you'd recommend or advise like anyone in uh that position just looking to build their team yeah i would say um try to write questions that you can draw stories out of them so that you can start to hear about them and how they talk about the world how they see the world Mm -hmm. and that's going to give you an idea if there's some overlap there for for what you want in your business and um I have this one part I had had a question I was going to ask I'm going to cut it just for the sake of yeah I'll yeah yeah (laughs) I mean I will answer your question alright how about this I'm going to I'm going to do it this way I'm going to do it this way alright so close your eyes Okay. okay okay and imagine so obviously there's no such thing as a perfect employee, but the most ideal, respectable, just everybody should have this person on their team employee. Okay, and I'm interviewing this person? No, just in general, just picturing them, what they're like and everything. 
Okay. Now, my question would be, what are, is this person's... I was going to say five. What's their top three traits? Okay. Um, all right. So I would say number one, and this might be a surprise, is sense of humor. No, that makes sense. I just, like, really (laughs) think people in general need to, like, lighten up. And, like, that is so good for a work environment, and especially a high-stress one, like a restaurant. I would say, too, that person is is listening and respectful. Like, those are, that's wrapped up in number two. They're just, like, they're there to, like, learn about what this position might be and they're um, professional when they're sitting there in front of me. And three would be that they're responsible. They're they're on time. (laughs) They look like they meant to be there. (laughs) You know? And we're having conversation. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And, um, just to, right, just to put a spin on it, um, you don't have to imagine this person, but what are three traits or signs of, uh, I don't want to say bad employee, but uh, a bad fit? Sure, bad I got you. <laughs> um, you're so nice. Um, <laughs> so, I think number one is something I've seen a lot um and it's kind of this like self-centeredness you know like all of everyone is self-centered yeah. we're all surviving but, but you mean like like not being like a team player kind of yeah and just like when they're there it's like well I'm thirsty and I'm I don't want I don't like mopping or I don't you know like yeah. it's all here instead of like how can I help? You know, like when when I go into work and they, you know, there's a crew in there working, I walk in and I'm looking for where can I fit in to help things go right. smoothly. And if I have an employee who is not doing that, that's usually like first red flag. <laughs> yeah. Understandable, though. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like even like the teamwork itself just helps everybody's time. It like does. just go by faster. Even things like just like trying to close the restaurant and whatnot. Absolutely. Know. Like if you're a person that um, puts the milk carton back empty, um, <laughs> you're not thinking of others. <laughs> Sorry, up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's it's, true. It's, it's just standard, <laughs> you know. Or if like you put it back with this much because you don't want to put it, walk out and put it in the recycling bin. It's the same, you know. So you know what? I'm not gonna lie. Because <laughs> oh, no. they can't, they can't see the amount that you put. I, I, I will say, I will leave amounts of like juice, like just you know, tiny amounts that are like, oh, you should have just took the last sip. But I genuinely will just save it, you know. Sometimes, yeah. It's, sometimes, it's, sometimes you want that last that sip last later. Sip. Yes, <laughs> but, but in the sake of. Not being an inconvenience, it it shouldn't be put away. Yeah, it <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about saving it for yourself or for friends later. That's one thing. 
But if you're talking about, like, I want somebody else to clean this up, not me, that's right, yeah, right. And I do feel like that is, I've had a lot of people come through where I can just start to see that. Like, yeah. um, you don't like mopping, so you try and get out of it, and it's like, that's not going to work because yeah. we all have, we all want to get out of there, and you have to just be able to do whatever it takes yeah. to get out of there. That's fair. That's fair, yeah. And then I guess, like, there's two more. Two more, uh... Yeah, so that's one. Um, two more red flags. Two more red flags. So this is, like, of people that work there that it's not a good fit. Or, like, in yeah. the interview process. Um, honestly, either or. Either okay. or, honestly, yeah. I mean, that that's one either way. That yeah, and it doesn't even have to apply to just Betty's either. Okay. Um, another one is complaining a lot about past jobs. Now, sometimes, Ooh, sometimes it's legit. <laughs> I, I, I mean, yeah. you know, it's fun to share, like, worst job experience, right? But in an interview, if you're complaining about your last man- manager and they're not a reference yeah. for you, I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm getting your side of the story, <laughs> but I don't know this manager, you know, what they were having issues with, right? Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you, like, are dating and, like, you meet someone, but then you only talk about... <laughs> your ex. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. And I actually, um, I don't know if that's... I won't get off on the tangent because you might ask me a question <laughs> or interview later, but um, it kind of comes down to that. Like, if you're going to talk about why you left, because a lot of times people will ask you, why did you leave your right, last job? Right, right. And I always feel like that's like, I never get offended by that. Like, I feel like that's like a valid question. It is a valid question. I also feel like it can be a bit of a trap for that reason uh, yeah. where it's like, it, maybe you maybe you did leave because the management wasn't good, yeah. right? But then if you complain about it <laughs> in the interview, that it makes you, you know, get mud on yeah. you. So <laughs> I feel like, I feel like um, I have asked that question or like the question has come up and I feel like the people who have a way like a sort of diplomatic way of saying you know I just had a tough time um meeting the requirements in this way or in this way um that to me is honest and still I can read into it like oh they have see between the lines yeah yeah and that that to me um works um so that that's a tough question because it's hard for the person to be completely honest um it could be just a straight up like i needed to make more money right those things are totally legit but when it's like a toxic environment or like a personnel issue that can be a really tricky thing to explain in an interview Um, yeah, so that's red flag number two is bad-mouthing your past jobs. Now, if they're on your, as a reference, then you know that, you know, like, they they might be like, well, they weren't a great manager, but obviously that person thought they were a pretty good employee if they were going to put them on as a reference. So then then that evens it out, right? Um, I'd say red flag number three is... Hmm, that's a good question. I think when people come in swinging, like, what am I going to get from you? You know, like, 
like the we haven't even met or talked just like are you hiring how much do you pay here you know it's a fair question it's totally a fair yeah. question but I just like I want to sit down and have a conversation with somebody I don't want it to just be like Transactional, yeah. Because to me, and because I have such a personalized place, that means something to me. I want people to have a satisfying experience at Betty's, too. I don't just want them to have their part-time job. I want them to also feel fine about going to work. (laughs) Because it just makes it better. It makes life better. Yeah, it makes it better, it makes it easier. Yeah, yeah. so I would say that's number three. That's a a little harder to put your finger on. But you can just sense it in someone when they come out. Like, what am I going to get from you? Yeah, like, you know, just like things like the tone... Yeah. Whatnot, like stuff like that. I kind of, I see what you mean. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty. Um. I think both lists are pretty solid lists and whatnot. I'm sure people can, you know, take things away from that. Uh, you know, I feel like it's it's hard when you're starting off a business on your own and like just trying to like put the team together. You know, I feel like it takes a lot of trust, a lot of just getting to know people. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I think you gave some great answers, though, as far as uh, that. Um, and I guess before we finish off, um, just wanted to ask like, if you have any other future plans or endeavors um, you want to share either about the restaurant or yourself um, before we uh, head out. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'm always trying to learn things and do <laughs> new things. I think um, so in the recent history I wrote a little I transcribed a book of music for my students and um, that was really fun I collaborated with a friend of mine who's an artist and she drew the pictures and I wrote the music out and moving forward I really want to do a project with her again like a recording project yeah um, where we um, just put some albums together that are like for different moods, you know, mm. music to think to or music to, I don't know, exercise, yeah. whatever. <laughs> so I have some music things that I want to do, um, which are strikingly similar, you know, to anything creative that you do in your business. Um, and with Betty's, um, I'm just always trying to make it a little bit better as far as streamlining it, making it easier to learn, making it easier to, to hire, you know, and make it, and train, I guess. Um, and I don't, but I don't have any other, like, brick and mortar, like, open any other doors to... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that still sounds pretty fun, though. Yeah. Like, both between the plan, the outlook for Betty's, but then the music stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, amazing. It's amazing. Um, well, thank you again for um, joining the show and whatnot. You're the second guest, so. Well, thank you for having me. This is my <laughs> pleasure to, to talk with you. This was really fun. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I hope you have a great day. I hope everybody listening has a great day. Um, 
you know, thank you for listening to the convo I had with Rachel. Um, be sure to check out Betty's uh, in town, um, in Kutztown. Uh, do you know the exact address, actually? I do. It is 129 West Main Street, and it's got a purple door and a flower mural on the outside. Yes, yeah. It looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool on the inside and outside. The food's pretty good. Um, if I had to recommend anything, I would say anything with the southwestern Mediterranean. I would say. You can't um, <laughs> The mango burrito is pretty popular, though. It is. That one is pretty popular, too. Okay. Um, but yeah, but, um, that, with that all being said, um, thank you guys for listening to episode three, and I'll see you guys in the next one.